2: The following is a paid program. Hey Big Blue Nation. It's time for just the tip on Talk Radio 108. Now here's every Wildcat's
1: best friend, Michael Bennett, alongside Shannon the Dude. Good morning, Big Blue Nation! This is just a tip. My name is Michael Bennett, along with Shannon the Dude on this cold, frigid Tuesday morning. Hey, Michael, you got a little cheese hanging off of your forehead. (laughs) Not not only that, there's (laughs) cheese all over my desk I'm having to clean off here because of your stupid little trick. Uh, I I don't know why you think that's
0: funny. I just learned about this a couple of nights ago. It's something called the Cheese Challenge. Uh Uh-huh. Where parents all over the country are taking craft single slices of cheese and throwing them onto their baby's face. So I didn't want to do it to a baby. Well, actually, I did. A big baby, an adult baby named Michael Bennett. And I just came in here and threw a, yeah. a, a slice of cheese on your forehead. Yeah, you're funny. You are so funny about I'll that. I'll tweet it out in just a minute. Yeah. Oh,
1: I can't wait for the response with that one. I, I mean, I'm reading the responses yes because you put that stinking t- tweet up. Yeah. And one guy wanted you to throw a whole thing of Velveeta all over me <laughs> it's like man is, is that many people dislike me out there I, I mean, guess so I need to
0: set up like a big dunking tape uh tank full
1: of that's cheese. disgusting yeah. no there's no way I would do so because that's the one thing I, I like cheese but I do not like American cheese. That's the by, one. By the cheese way, I didn't know stand.
0: I, I didn't know that I had a, a slice of cheese in my refrigerator. But I did. Look really? All the way to the bottom. I think, I think, I think that slice of cheese have been in there
1: for like a year. <laughs> now I got to go disinfect my face <laughs> because of what you do. I'll, you know, you you make fun of me. I want to see you. I want to see you do this to Matt Jones. That's what I want to see. Well, see how here. he would react. He's never here. Well, the day he does, you should dig this cheese out of the trash can <laughs> and throw it on his face and see how he reacts. I, I think. I think I take jokes pretty well. Yeah,
0: you do. You do. I don't think he would take a, that joke you're pretty a good well. Sport. It is so weird though. Like, why would you throw cheese at your baby? I don't get it, that. It, it Kind of. I mean, it's not hurting the baby, but no. it does. It does kind of seem cruel and unusual. It does. It seems extremely cruel. Yeah, I, I
1: can't imagine doing but, something like but, that. But
0: uh, like somebody uh, that I follow, you know, did the hashtag cheese challenge, and I, I click on the little hashtag. Yes. And all of a sudden, there's just hundreds and hundreds of, video, really? of videos on Twitter of of parents throwing cheese onto their baby's face.
1: <laughs> like this is so weird. I can't. Doing something like that, but you know, congratulations, you did it and you're successful at it. (laughs) I'm sitting here trying to get ready to do a quasi-professional show here, (laughs) and yeah, you're throwing cheese on me and videotaping it at the same time makes me feel so good. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll tweet it out during the break. How's that? Of course, my family was laughing about it when they saw this, and uh, it's like I get absolutely zero respect when it comes to anything I do. You know, I, I've done pretty well in life, but uh, people get on my case about certain things, and I guess it's funny. So, whatever. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll go along with the ride. But uh, today, uh, Just the Tips being brought to you by, we got to push this yeah. because I'm going to have lunch there this week. You know, we we don't have Mama's Barbecue anymore, mm-hmm. so uh, we've got Beer Nose Pizza. Just the Tips being brought to you by Beer Nose Pizza. They are our official sponsor for the SEC and the NCAA uh, tournament, so I'm looking forward to having some beer nose pizza. I'm going to go there probably, you know, they got a bunch of locations, by the way. I'm yep. probably going to be going to the Taylorsville Road one uh-huh. here in Louisville on Thursday, either Thursday or Friday, haven't decided which. And I'd love everybody to come out and join me, have a little pizza out there, because their pizza is phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it's that it's,
0: good. That's their motto, their slogan.
1: It, it is. Yeah, it's that good. And I love the fact that Dwight Whitten does that. So it's, it's, I'm going to be there. What's the, the one right across from Bowman Field, if you know where that is on Tailsville Road? If yep. you're out of town and you're coming to Louisville, Kentucky, the only place to have pizza, beer nose pizza. Try it you, out. My
0: favorite location is the one right next to the Yum Center because yes. every time there's a concert, you oh. know, I always go there first. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of, you know, pre game and. Get a couple of beers and some pizza. Yeah. Oh, we did that one time. Yeah, before the Smashing Pumpkins concert. That's
1: right. I forgot that. So it's literally
0: right next to it. You can go over there to Bear Nose, eat, get you a couple of beers if
1: that's what you do, and then go to the concert. It's perfect. I think the fun thing would be if we did a UK watch party... Right across. Can you imagine if UK gets in (laughs) to the regional that's Louisville and we do a watch party or not even a watch party, but do a a show down there at beer? I bet we could get them to open it up at eight o'clock and we could have some breakfast pizza, something like that. And we could have everybody come down there getting ready for the UK, uh, UK game down at the Yum Center. I mean, that's just beautiful right there. Yeah. Blue invading the Yum Center. Yeah. Yeah. So tonight, nine o'clock ESPN. UK playing a tough game. Uh, Tony Barbie uh, kind of pre-gamed it yesterday at the uh, news conference in Lexington. And he had a lot to say. And a, a lot of it is like, okay, this is not going to be an easy game. Oh, no, uh, no.
0: Not by any stretch of the imagination. You know, going on the road to Ole Miss. You know, everybody was looking at the Tennessee game. But no one's even talked about this game coming up here tonight. And this right here could be... A loss, I think, easily.
1: I I, I really do. Very much so. I I think both of them could be a loss. Listen, these are two teams, and this is what uh, Cal has said. Tony Barbie said it. This is going to be a war. That's how they described it. It's going to be a war. These are two desperate teams. And they don't want to get it to a point where they're playing early in the SEC, Ole Miss and Florida, and there's that chance that they could be. But, my gosh, I agree with him. This is going to be a difficult environment for Kentucky, yeah. uh, very much like it is down at Auburn. It'll be a sellout down there. They'll probably have some kind of white out, blackout, out. Who knows? It'll be something where all the fans are there. And I, I, I'm not comfortable about this. They're on. The, Ole Miss is on the two game skid. Yeah,
0: and not only are they playing for that fourth seed, because if you look at the SEC standings right now, you got five teams that are nine and seven in the conference. All of them trying to get that fourth seed, that last right. bye right. in the SEC tournament. And and not only that, they're 19 and 10 overall, so they're also trying to fight for that. Uh, That NCAA spot, which would be a big win if they could pull this off. Very
1: much so. It would be a a real big, big win for them. They lost to Arkansas only by one point last Saturday. Uh, The game before that, they lost to Tennessee by two. Mm -hmm. So you can see this is going to be a tough game because Ole Miss, for the most part, has been a really good team this season. So this is the game. I I feel a little more comfortable about the Florida game. I think being senior day and all the seniors we we get coming in. Hopefully we get Reed Travis back that night. Yeah. Hopefully. We'll see. I'm not confident of that yet. Yeah. And it kind of bothers me that they're not saying much about this. uh, Tony Barbie didn't have anything to say about it yesterday. Does it bother you that they're being so quiet about Reed Travis? No. No, it doesn't. I,
0: I think that's sort of standard. I mean, you kind of play your cards close to the vest. You don't really want to know or let
1: the other team know what's going that's, on. Yeah, that's the only part I would see. Yes, but everything else. But it makes me nervous too. I'm, I'm sure it makes the opposing team. Well, how are we going to defend this if he does play? How are we going because they got to have two game plans mm-hmm. when it comes to with Reed Travis without Reed Travis, right? And the more unpredictable you are, the better it is for you. And I have to feel like the first game Reed Travis is back. You think he'll be that productive? You think he'll play that much? I really don't.
0: Yeah, I I don't think so. I would think they would ease him in maybe just, you know, 10 minutes or something like that at the most. And And then just, you know, after that, you're going to need fresh legs anyway when you get into the SEC tournament. So maybe they bring him back for senior day and then sort of ease him in there and, and ramp up his minutes, you know, game after game. You know,
1: ESPN uh, put a bunch of the teams up that they feel like how they're going to make the Final Four, how they're not going to make the Final Four. And, of course, the big thing about Kentucky is foul trouble. Uh, Kentucky gets into foul trouble, and that's how ESPN says UK is not going to make the Final Four is because, listen, if you get into foul trouble... The rest of the team is in trouble. You get P.J. Washington in trouble. You get Reed Travis in trouble. Any of the starters, I think it's going to be a real issue. But I think the main factor, what teams will go after with Kentucky from here on out, is to try and get P.J. in foul trouble. There's your link to beating Kentucky. Just like with Duke. If you're going to get Duke uh, a a real game, you're going to get Zion Williamson. uh, Richard, help me out here. Nick Richards? Uh, No, Zion. Zion Williamson? Yeah, Zion Williamson into foul trouble, then that way you're going to have a real good chance of beating Duke. Yeah. Are
0: you okay so, with Kentucky, by the way, falling to number six in the AP
1: poll? No, we're going to talk about okay. that in a little bit. Let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we are going to talk about rankings because it happened what I predicted yesterday and it's ticked me off. We'll be right back. Give us a call, 502-571-1080 or 877-904-1080. You can also tweet us at just a tip. This is just a tip being brought to you by Bear nose. Bear nose pizza. We'll be right back. I say bear nose, you say beer nose. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Just the Tip on Talk Radio 1080.
0: I just tweeted out your
1: video. You did, thank (laughs) you. You I can't wait. The (laughs) anticipation of all the responses on that stupid video. And you're so proud of yourself. You and your stupid little smile over there.
0: <laughs> God.
1: Why why does it you want to embarrass me so much? Because that 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 truly is embarrassing. The people that you're gonna laugh at are going to laugh me, the people that can't stand me the most. So five okay yeah it doesn't okay. mean we don't like you. Oh yeah it does. Five zero two five seven one ten eighty eight seven seven nine zero four ten eighty. You look like a cheeseburger. Just the tip being brought to you by beer Nose pizza. Well, it is. Maybe that cheese video is being brought to you by beer Nose pizza. <laughs> it's part of their pizza right there you're throwing on me. At least throw something I'm going to like to eat because, no, I, I don't like American cheese. That is my least favorite cheese that I don't. That's why I don't eat uh, cheeseburgers. I like a hamburger. Really? Yes. Oh. I don't like it. When you're I so go, plain and boring. You don't like cheeseburgers? Seriously, I'm plain and boring You now. like to eat your burger plain? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. No cheese. Just hamburger. So, all right, let's get into the rankings because what I predicted that was going to blow my mind up happened yesterday, and you got to explain this to me. So, UK drops to number six; Mm -hmm. they go down two. Duke drops two to number four, right? And then Tennessee is up three to number five. Now, here's my here's my issue: is that okay? Tennessee dropped from number one all the way down to number five. U.K. jumped up when, when U.K. beat them. And the reason we were saying that U.K. didn't jump over Duke is because of the fact, well, Duke uh, beat Kentucky. right? Well, if you look, I think if I'm correct or not, U.K. beat North Carolina, yep. has the exact same record, and yet jumps up to number three. It's they were they, that, were
0: they were fifth and jumped up to 3 correct yes
1: that that's wrong I mean, that's the way anybody can reason that to me is going to be absolutely incorrect. The national media, and when you look at this AP poll, wants every ACC team to be in the top four. So let's just do this. Let's just go ahead and name all the number one seeds ACC teams, no matter who it is, because I'm so sick and tired of thinking, well, ACC is the number one basketball conference in the country. We got to have these teams. So now you got Virginia, North Carolina, and Duke in the top four. Yep. That, that's ridiculous. I, it, just, it just really, that's something that ticks me off right there. Well, Am I wrong about it?
0: No, not necessarily. But that also doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be your number one seeds in the tournament. Just because they're ranked one through four.
1: It potentially could be. We were hoping that Syracuse was going to beat Virginia last night. And it was close game for a little bit. Yeah. But then Virginia just walked away with it.
0: Well, I think North Carolina probably is going to drop this game. I, I don't know, but... I would say that North Carolina and Duke are going to split this year. Do you really? I, I don't do. think
1: so. Yeah. I, especially with Zion out. Even if Zion comes back again, it gets it's just like. Reed when Travis. is that game? Is that is that this week? It's coming up. I think it's Saturday. Okay. I'm just going from memory right now. But uh, 502-5-7-1-10-80, 877-904-1080, and you can tweet us at just a tip KY. But uh, I I don't think that it's going to be a split. I think that uh, North Carolina is going to be Duke again. And then there's also the chance of them
0: meeting in the ACC tournament so right a lot of this stuff will probably work itself out in the next couple of weeks you hope so and if kentucky keeps winning as long as they keep winning everything will be fine i hope that's the case you don't worry about north carolina and what they're ranked or what duke is ranked i do i do those two teams have to play each
1: other maybe twice yes two more times just like we got to play tennessee we'll probably play them three times i hope we do if we're playing tennessee for a third time that's gonna be a good thing i think we'll win Uh, for that next game, I think we'll be prepared. I think that winning the first time is good. Losing second time, okay. Now, the way that we got beat by Tennessee, because you gotta believe, Tennessee played a great game. Well, at least two players of Tennessee played a great game. Then you got, um, uh, the way that they played. And of course, Kentucky, you gotta admit, they played bad. I mean, there's no qualms about that. So you got Tennessee playing good, Kentucky playing bad against each other. Now, if they're going to meet again in the SEC tournament, I think they're really going to be motivated for that game. Even if we play LSU, I want to play LSU in the SEC. I want to play both of those teams again because that's going to prepare us for the tournament. I want to see Kentucky get there. I think it'll be a motivation that, hey, we lost to LSU and we got embarrassed by Tennessee. I think that Kentucky will respond in a positive way for those two games. I really think that they're going to respond in a positive way for tonight against Ole Miss. I think in the
0: SEC tournament, you do want to play the top teams like LSU and Tennessee because that just builds your resume to the NCAA committee. Now, for some reason, let's say LSU or Tennessee gets knocked off early in the tournament before they get to Kentucky, then all of a sudden, it kind of hurts your chances, I think, for a one seed, if you went out because you got to the championship game in the SEC – But you didn't necessarily beat LSU or Tennessee to get there. Right.
1: Yeah, So, so, you, oh, want, so you, you think that'll I, I, hurt
0: them, I, I, well, what I'm, even yes. if they get
1: the championship game yes. playing weaker teams. Right,
0: because I think if you can knock hmm. off LSU and you can knock off Tennessee again, I think it helps. Yeah, I agree.
1: That's two more big-time wins on your resume. But you can't penalize Kentucky even though other teams beat those teams well, and we still get to the championship game. I still think that wouldn't hurt them. They, I still they, think that they, should they penalize, make them a number one. They
0: penalize teams in the, in the tournament
1: all year long for not playing a strong schedule. Yeah, but when you get to tournament pl- tur- tournament play, you can't penalize a team like Kentucky just because the other tough teams didn't make it to the championship game. I don't know if it's necessarily penalizing them, but
0: well, I mean, yeah, it is. It is a little bit, but at the same time, they're going to look and say, okay, who did you beat? Who yeah. did you lose against? Yeah, doesn't matter. They're probably not going to look at the tournament and say, okay, well, they didn't have the chance to play them, so we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I don't. Th- I don't think it works like that.
1: Well, Joe Lenardi came out with his bracketology uh, yesterday. And still had Kentucky. Now, if you're looking at the two, USA Today had seeded Kentucky number two. Joe Lenardi had Kentucky still as a number one. Are you surprised about that? Being ranked six and Kentucky's still a number one seed in his bracketology. I like his bracketology because of the fact that Kentucky's number one. Kentucky's number one. <laughs> but they're in and they're in Kansas City. So now with North Carolina playing them in Kansas City. Yeah. So I would rather look, I'd rather be at 2 or a 3 playing really? play Louisville. Yes. Okay. So, with the USA today bracket, you're looking at that. You're a number 2, but you're playing Duke. So, would you rather be a, a number 1 in Kansas City or a number to play in North Carolina potentially or a number 2 in Louisville playing against Duke? Number 2 and Louisville
0: playing against Duke. Number one, because it's pretty much a home game, right? I mean No, it is a home game. Yeah. And then number two, who's to say that Zion's gonna be back? Right. We don't know that. We're just assuming that he's gonna be back for the NCAA tournament. We don't know that. So would you
1: I would welcome a Zionless Duke team. Not not only that, but you're also taking a chance that Duke could get beat by somebody else, and you're not gonna have to face Duke. In the first place. yeah. So I'm with you. I totally agree. I would rather rather than going to be the number one seed potential play North Carolina, who I don't think I want to play North Carolina again. I want to play Duke if we have the potential to play Duke. I really don't think it'll get to that. I think Duke will lose before Kentucky does getting to that Louisville uh, Sweet 16 or, or even Elite Eight. Okay, even better. Even right. more than the right. reason to want to play there in so, Louisville. I mean cuz you look at it you've got uh your number you got Nevada in there which I don't have much respect for Wisconsin is in there Texas Tech that's the uh that's the uh um what am I trying to say that's the uh Kansas one so where they're seated number 2 now if you're looking at Kentucky as the number 1 Joe Lenardi has as uh, you got Cincinnati old myth is in there But I I, I don't see anything that's really going to be that difficult. So, uh, neither with the uh, other one, other than the Duke game. So, uh, to me, you got Ohio State, again, Old Miss in the uh, number two seed when Kentucky's number two. I I just see that as a pretty good bracket. And the only tough, potentially tough game is going to be Duke. I mean, you got Texas again in there. What's going to be tough? Nothing think, well, in that you, bracket. It's the tournament, though. You never know. Well, you're exactly right.
0: I mean, Duke didn't think Lehigh was that tough either, probably going in a few years <laughs> ago, or, or Mercer, or any of those other 15 seeds that you think, will we'll just roll over them. But no, they're, they're dangerous teams.
1: Is that, that, to me, is amazing. Here you have, and you, you saw the Sporting News naming Kentucky Deca, uh, Team of the Decade, and, and the resume that Cal put up, yet people criticize his coaching abilities and not... Mike Krzyzewski, yeah. who has lost to Lehigh, who has lost to a Mercer. Yes, granted, he did win two national championships, and that's the name of the game, but he's lost so many other times to these uh, underprivileged teams. I don't know what else you want to call them. But <laughs> under, <laughs> underprivileged? <laughs> I don't know what else. But, uh, but well, it I is mean, amazing. Yeah, to to ca- me, that's that's the fault of coaching right yeah, there. I
0: mean, to Cal's credit, set aside the NIT year, yeah. The earliest he's been out is, is the year they lost to Indiana in the second round.
1: I, I think it's crazy. So I, I don't know how you think that. I mean, you think Cal doesn't coach well, yet he does all this, gets all these players the NBA, gets all these players, uh, these teams to Final Fours, Elite Eights. I mean, that's the name of the game. So it's uh, unfortunate that we haven't been able to win more. All right, when we come back, got to talk a little bit about Snoop Dogg. He's really dogging on the Lakers. We'll be right back. This is just a tip brought to you by Beer
2: News. Thanks for listening to Just
1: the Tip on Talk
2: Radio
1: 108. That's a live version. You got a live version? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I tell you why. Uh, there is nothing like a Jimmy Buffett concert. Have you ever been to one before? I, I have not, no. And the place to me to see it, it's got to be Cincinnati. Of course, that's where it originated. I Parenthood. would say the place to see it would be on a beach somewhere. Well, that too, but you know, Parrot Head—the uh, fans that are Jimmy Buffett fans—it all originated in Cincinnati. So it's really oh, a fun it, video. It originated in Cincinnati. It Originated huh. in Cincinnati. You I didn't, didn't know, know that? I did not. By the way, did you know it's Fat Tuesday? I did. I, I, I got yeah. my beads on. You get your beads. Of course, beans. you threw. Uh, these are the two lane beads that they give parents for spending way too much on your kids to go to a particular school. But yeah, it says. Uh, Tulane Green, t- waves. Tulane Green Wave. Yeah. Tulane? Yeah, Tulane. it says Tulane. That's Tulane. A, Mount Washington coming Tulane. out right there. That's right. It's Bullitt County. <laughs> get it right. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'll get it right uh, one day. One of these days, you know what is going to happen? I'm going to get you back. You know that, don't With you? what? I have no idea yet. But there's no need to tell you. Why would I tell you what I'm going to do to you? And then you're expecting it. How are you celebrating Fat Tuesday? How am I celebrating? Uh, no particular way. I, I'm not going to uh, say It's funny. I grew up in a very conservative church that I still go to today. It's called the Church of Christ. And uh, we never did any of that kind of stuff. So I I Why I didn't, do you think Fat Tuesday is witchcraft or something? No, no, no. That's just that's not it. Uh, but but uh, you know, it's you know, Ash Tuesday and of course people put ashes on their uh forehead. Well I didn't know that. So I didn't going, either, man.
0: I saw Tony Vanetti walking here one day. I was yes. like, dude I had no idea. I said, Hey man, you got something on your forehead.
1: Exactly. I go into a McDonald's, and the general manager of the McDonald's in Prospect, I said, hey, man, you got something on your forehead. He goes, I know it's Ash Tuesday. I'm like, oh, sorry about see, that. See, I always
0: thought you wiped it off after you were done doing the, and you leave it there the thing at the, thing in the church. Yeah, I didn't. You I leave just, it there all day. Yeah, yeah. And Digger Phelps did it one day, too. I was like, did why, he really? why is he live on TV with something all over his face? He doesn't even realize he's got that on his face.
1: Yeah, I was never a fan of Digger Phelps. And by the way, he hates just like Billy Packer. They both hate Kentucky. So, all right, let's go back to a little old miss before we get to the phone lines. 502-571-1080-877-904-1080. And we'll get to a bunch of tweets in just a little bit, uh, but give us a call. Uh, and you can also tweet us at Just a Tip KY course today and through the tournament, SEC tournament, NCAA tournament. Just the tip's being brought to you by Beer Nose Pizza. All right. Uh, so Kentucky is a five and a half point favorite. Are you surprised? I, I felt like that was a little more than, uh, uh, than it would be i mean i think that's probably about spot on wouldn't you, you do you? i i didn't i thought it'd be a lot closer than that especially the way kentucky played now you hope that tyler hero wakes up and does a better job than he did defensively and offensively uh, against tennessee the other night it's i'm not just going to call out tyler though it really is the entire team other than nick well, richards yeah you're right you're right I, I just i i know that uh it was just one of his i think his worst game of the year uh, but Old the players to watch, they got two, uh, three guards that are really productive. And of course, uh, Brian Bree, uh, Kyrie averages 18 points per game. He's their number one player. And of course, he scores 40% from the three point mark. And he's the third leading scorer, not just on his team. Well, first leading score on his team, but he's the third leading scorer in the SEC. So Ashton Hagens is going to have his hands full. Will he recover? From Saturday night's debacle as far as his uh, trying, uh, or at least not a very good attempt at guarding and defending the ball with Jordan Bone. I think we'll be fine. We just need a
0: big game again for you PJ. You think we'll be fine? I think we'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, is yeah, it definitely is a game that you could drop tonight. Yeah. But I think that Kentucky will be fine. You know, they got a little shell-shocked at Tennessee on Saturday, but I, I think that this game coming up, they're going to rebound, they're going to be just fine.
1: Terrence Davis is their second best player, 15 points per game, and then he uh, averages over five rebounds per game. So you got, you've got some great players on that team. This, this is no cupcake of a game whatsoever. Just like you thought Arkansas would be a cupcake. It wasn't a cupcake. And now we're playing it down there. Yeah, that worries. I get worried about those away games. But yeah. I'm hoping the swag comes back, with. and that's why I say with Tyler Hero, we need him to play well. Much like
0: Saturday, though, you can't turn the ball over. You know, there's, there's certain games where you can get away with a few extra turnovers and it won't cost you too much. I think this is going to be another game where you can't turn the ball over. you got to take care of it.
1: That's the very first thing Tony Barbie t- said yesterday in the news conference is because of the fact we have lost that ability to, to do turnovers, to get turnovers. We had 17. I know I talked about it yesterday, yeah. but it's still mind-boggling. We had as many turnovers as we were shooting and making shots. That's a, that's a, not a good statistic right there.
0: Yep. So let's go you can to get the, away with that, you know, in certain games, but not yeah.
1: not, not Tennessee, not no. on the road at Ole Miss. No, exactly. Let's go to the phone lines: 502-571-1080, 877-904-1080. one ten eighty eight seven seven nine zero four ten eighty. Let's go to TJ. What's up, TJ?
2: Hey, not a lot, guys. Hey, you know, maybe an unpopular opinion, but this is my opinion. Um, the SEC tournament doesn't help or hurt, and I say that because if you remember, three or four years ago. We beat Texas A&M in the championship, had the same records, had almost the exact same resume, and we got a four seed and they got a three seed. That's or true. We were a two if we were a three. So it, that, by Sunday morning, they have the brackets in place. They have the brackets set. That's why Cal wants to move it to Saturday or not even have it at all because it doesn't help. And And number two, Duke fans, oh, my God. Please stop! I had so many Duke fans comment and and rag me that that we got beat by Tennessee. Tennessee's a top ten team. Didn't North Carolina go into Coach K Rat Faces Stadium and beat y'all? Didn't y'all just lose a uh, a horrible Virginia Tech team? At least we lose the. To- Final Four Elite Eighteen. Come on, dude. Get out, get out of your pants, man. Let's go.
1: Wake up. <laughs> Thank you, TJ. Appreciate the phone call. I
2: agree. Well, because
1: that Virginia Tech team, I know they're ranked 20th. They probably moved up. I didn't pay attention to anybody above, uh, ranked above 15. But th- that's not a very good team. So I'm with
0: you wholeheartedly. And going back to what he was talking about, the SEC tournament, he's right at a, to a certain degree because that year Texas A&M did get a higher seed than Kentucky. But we're talking about a one seed here, and I think that that would be a different situation. If you got Tennessee and Kentucky in the championship, it's the third game. You know, they're one and one against each other. I think at that point, they would have to pay attention to that game. Maybe just have you know the rest of the bracket filled out, and you get one spot open for Tennessee, or you know, one spot for the winner of the
1: SEC tournament, and then one spot for the loser of the tournament. So, do you like the fact that? our championship game is on a Sunday because that seems somewhat beneficial. I mean, they've been doing it like that for years. Right. So it seems somewhat beneficial to me. Why do you think it's beneficial? Because of the fact that if it's on a Saturday, then the the committee is going to pay attention to that championship game more so than they are on a Sunday. But what I'm
0: saying is I think this year they will almost have to. Right. I agree. You know, if it's a three or a four seed, even though they should pay attention to it every year because why are you playing the championship game? What's the point of it if it's not going to affect your seeding in the tournament? But it, when it's a one seed, I almost think they have to have you know just one open line for the winner of the tournament, one for the team who lost in the championship. So is there a, a one and a two seed open?
1: Do you see any way that Kentucky and Tennessee could be a one seed? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I don't think that's gonna. It's going to be one or the other. Now, do you like the SEC tournament? Love it. So do I. Yeah. I. I love it. I get so sick and tired because and, I love Cal. And uh, I've said it many times. He's my coach. But I get a little burned out of him saying, I hate the SEC. I wish we didn't have this. No, don't say that anymore. This is huge for Kentucky. Now, is this going to be a tournament Whereas you're going to see just as many Tennessee fans as you are Kentucky fans. Or you think that Kentucky fans will still outnumber any other
0: school there. Listen, Kentucky fans are always going to outnumber any other school out there in the country. I don't care. Yeah. But especially when you're playing in like a neutral site like Nashville. But I think there will definitely, there's no doubt about it, there's going to be a lot of orange down there. Yeah, there is.
1: All right, let's talk about Snoop Dogg for a minute because his poor Lakers... Are not doing too well. And uh, I don't know if you saw the video of him really calling out. I mean calling out the Lakers. Now he didn't call out LeBron James because that's his buddy. But he said uh, not LeBron James but he's surrounded by a bunch of goofballs. <laughs> I mean that's terrible. And, and he said that the head coach should be fired of the Lakers. Well, I tell LeVar Ball here's this. I, I totally agree. So now hearing all this. You think Anthony Davis is a little happy that he did not go to the Lakers? I
0: don't think he really cares what Snoop Dogg says. Would you? I mean if you had the kind of yeah. opportunity to go to the Lakers, I mean if you're you really worried about what Snoop Dogg says? I mean, he's he probably stoned anyways when he said it. Oh my gosh.
1: But but you know what? If you look at how the Lakers are playing, they look they're a terrible team. They're they're not going to play make the playoffs whatsoever. Yeah. So what benefit would it be? I mean to me, if I was Anthony Davis and you have the chance to be the franchise player for the Pelicans and the amount of money that he could potentially make I think you say to LeBron, hey, I'm not coming to L.A., why don't you come to New Orleans? See, I think at this point, though, the damage has sort of been done with him and the Pelicans. Well, you know what? The damage has even done even worse to the Lakers because LeBron James said he'd give up his whole team right. just to have Anthony Davis. So, to me, what's worse is what LeBron has done to the Lakers, not what Anthony Davis has done to the Pelicans.
0: As Davis has clearly said, I want out of here. I want out of this situation.
1: Yeah. You think but, Pelican fans would be like, all right, just come on back, man. I mean, yeah, I, th- I think they would, if if I was in New Orleans, I would welcome back Anthony Davis for a long term contract. Because he's that good. Exactly. Yeah. He but is if he that were good. a
0: mediocre player, though, fans would be like, all right, get your ass out of here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would already let him go. So let's go ahead and take our last break. Give us a call, 502 571 1080 877 904 tweet us at just the tip KY. When we come back. What does a man steal $75,000 worth of? We're going to talk about that. Plus, uh, Mercedes Stadium down in uh, in uh, Atlanta is doing something very interesting. I want to talk about that and as well. And you were talking about money there. Yeah. Did you see that the $1.5 billion
0: yeah. lottery ticket was cashed in?
1: Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about that, too, when we come back. All right, we'll be right back. This is Just a Tip being brought to you by the best pizza in the land, and that's Beer Nose Pizza. We'll see you in a minute.
2: Now, back to Just the Tip on Talk it. Radio 1080. 1080. Come on, baby, boom, you got to get into it. Going forward to play with the toy Yeah, yeah, you know I'm always on that. Kind of
1: I, I love, there's something about Snoop Dogg. I just love the dude. I mean, I love his music. I love when he's interviewed. He's hilarious. And you remember he, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> good lord, I, I think it was. You remember he did that play-by-play for the hockey team out in L.A.? Yeah. And just did a phenomenal job. New dog is the man. Yeah, he really is. All right, so Kentucky uh, had their first spring practice yesterday. Mark Stoops came out afterwards and talked about it. Uh, As far as the football team, of course, we're coming off record year 10 win season beating Penn state in the citrus bowl and all the accolades that they've gotten. of course, the amount of money that he got as well as with the success and deservedly. So of course you got the uh, new defensive coordinator coming in. And of course, that was one of the thing he talked about is that, listen, the reason I hired within because it, it, it keeps that momentum going. There's not going to be much change as far as the defense. Now, next season, What are you more worried about? Are you worried about we lost so many players on the defensive side? Or are you worried about the improvement of how the offense is going to look? I'm excited about the offense. I think defensively is the only thing I would be concerned about. See, I feel the same way because, you know, uh, that's one thing Mark was talking about is that, hey, listen – you got Terry Wilson is going to improve and is improving. These players come in here, they get here early, yeah. they're working hard, uh, they're getting stronger every day. That's it's a serious football team that really gets to work, and that's the momentum that Mark Stoops keeps hyping on. Is we get to work.
0: Yeah, we've seen a little bit of AJ Rose in the backfield. I'm looking yes. forward to seeing what kind of season he can have because I think he can have a monster se- monster season. Following not just this, him, but don't for, don't forget about
1: Cavassie Smoke too. Absolutely, Cavassie yeah. Smoke. If you saw him in a couple- of the ball games, he would have six, seven players on his back, and he was still going forward. I, I think it was EKU or somebody where he was like five yards out, had all these defensive players on his back, and he still got a touchdown.
0: Yeah, but I, also, you know, going back to talking about the hire of the defensive coordinator, I love that Stoops hired within. Yeah. I love when any organization does that. Yeah. I hate when they go outside. Yeah. Plus, it, it's I, I would have to think it would be more comforting for the players and for Stoops because he knows that. Here's a guy who's already been within our system. He knows how things work. Brad White. Yeah, it's not like he's coming in and just changing things up.
1: Yeah. I'm with you. All right, let's talk about, because, uh, uh, listen, there's nothing you can talk about when it comes to, hey, you can't ask him who's going to be playing. He said that yesterday. There's no need to ask me who's going to be in those positions because we don't know yet. Now, I might be giving an injustice to a player that looks good now. He might not look good come uh, this summer when it's getting ready for the uh, football season. So we don't know who's going to be playing what position, but you, at least you got a good leader out there out of Cash Daniel.
0: Yeah, I really do believe that this team is going to be good for at least a couple more years. I do, too. and if they can continue the momentum of right. recruiting, right? Who knows how long this thing can last? Yeah, I don't think it was just a fluke, like a lot of you know football fans who are not Kentucky fans want to believe. Yeah, I think that you know this next season, I think is going to be good. It may not be as as quite as good as the season we just had, but I think it's still going to be a very good season.
1: Do you see where Neil Brown got his first Kentucky recruit commit? I did not see that. Yeah. going. Uh, he's coming from Danville, going to West Virginia. So, uh, so now you, know, you get got that recruiting battle yeah, going you on. Do. Yeah, starting. you do. It's starting. It is. I still think, with with Vince Merrill on our side, I still feel good about that. I, I feel like we are making a consorted effort in the state of Kentucky to get the best players. And I feel like we will. Wouldn't
0: you love to be a fly on the wall just to yes. see what the pitch yes. is? Yes. Obviously, he's not going to tell us no. with, what the pitch is. but Right. He's got to have one hell of a presentation yeah, to be able to just convince some of these kids to come to Kentucky.
1: You know why? I I think he relates and the kids relate to him. I I think that uh, he kind of goes down to uh, that level and says, listen, you come to Kentucky, look at what we've done with a two-star player. At of Josh Allen, they can live on that for a lifetime. Yeah, Showing that they take a player that uh, nobody else was going to take except Monmouth up in New Jersey, Kentucky was the only school, and grow him into a number one or number two draft pick in the NFL. That's
0: why I've been saying I think recruiting actually gets a little bit easier. Now you can say, okay, look yes. back at what we just did. Yeah, The hardest part, I think, has really already been completed by getting those guys like Josh Allen, Biddy Snell, yeah. to come play for a team that... Really had no success before that.
1: All right, so the person in South Carolina came up and has claimed his money. Now, this is back, he won it or she won it because they're anonymous. You don't know who it is, but they won it back in October. Right. And they've waited until March to claim the money. April 19th was the cutoff. Yes. So we're talking about a month and a half. First of all, why would you wait that long? And second of all, probably just as important, how could you wait that long? Because I, I, I'm well, spending my money. We did some investigative work on KSR. Oh, we called down. Oh. We called down to a little diner
0: called yep. Coach House, right, and talked to. I think her name was Debbie, and she said that the theory was that the guy who won this 1.5 billion dollars, right, uh, had a criminal record and was afraid to turn himself in. Really? Yeah, that was the theory. I don't know if that's fact. But that was sort of the talk around town. But that doesn't affect you winning the money, though, does well, if it? Well, they throw you in jail, and then they say, okay, your bill is going to be $1.5 billion, and oh, you lose all your money. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? well, you,
1: they took the cash option. All
0: right, so you know
1: a, how much the cash option is? Measly $900 million, right? A $878 million. Yeah. What's the first thing you would do? Uh,
0: buy another condo somewhere. <laughs> you would? <will? Yeah. laughs> <laughs> New York City, that's York, where. I would go in New York City and say... Give me the nicest Manhattan condo that you've got. By the way, did you see that
1: Luke Perry passed away yesterday? I did. 52 years old. Yeah. I, and, I, and you're going to think I'm cheesy, but. I liked him. Well, you got I mean, a little cheesy after that cheese yeah, to the head that's earlier. that's true. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was a really good actor. I, I, I did watch that Beverly Hills 90210, and I, I liked him. I thought he was a nice dude. He did Saturday Night Live a couple times. was funny. I mean, he, I, I, was, I had it in my notes, and we just ran out of time last week to talk about, hey, he had a stroke. And then next thing you know, it's like I'm watching the news last night. And it's like he died, 52 years old having wow. a stroke. I never knew you could have one that young.
0: I did, well, actually, I did know that because somebody was somebody was like I played baseball at Bellarmine with. Yeah. Just a year or two older
1: than me and had a stroke. Really? Yeah. Oh, my you gosh. You really don't. So I did, my sympathy goes out to his family like they're listening to the show. But right. uh, <laughs> I, I do feel bad for that. Uh, now, Mercedes-Benz Stadium down in Atlanta is doing something interesting. Did you see this where they're going cashless? So what you're going to have to do, you have to have a credit card. But they're they're well known for how inexpensive their concessions are. You can buy a two dollar hamburger, uh, hot dog there. Really? Yes. It's a cost extra with for cheese? <laughs> Stop it! That's <laughs> enough with the cheese. <laughs> But here's the thing. Since they're going cashless, yeah. they're going to be able to go even cheaper. So instead of buying a $2 hot dog, it's now going to be $1.50. Wow. They're actually going to be able to discount it even more, which I think is great. That is great. So you don't see that happening much anymore, especially there. Uh, let's go to some of the tweets uh, at Just a Tip KY. Brandon tweeted out, hey, Shannon, uh, the dude, did Michael Bennett eat the slice of cheese in one bite or two? No, it's in no, the garbage can. Exactly. I don't like American cheese. I won't eat it. Uh, TJ said, uh, Michael. That the cheese face challenge isn't new i did this 20 years ago to wake up my parents and sister i do it almost every saturday till i moved out good lord uh west tweeted okay so someone walked to my desk and asked me a question didn't take my earbud out but definitely turned uh, tuned out just the tip for two minutes of the show i have no clue what the cheese is about no. so well now you know so well, with that, uh, we're done with the show today, so I can't get to some of your other tweets. But #hashtag you can see it. Cheese Challenge, yeah. yeah, thanks a lot. All right, tomorrow we're going to talk about the ball game. Hopefully, it's going to be a win. You feel like it, Shannon? Yes, yes, yeah, so, right. so, all right, well, everybody have a great day. We'll see you later.
0: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.